everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we mock movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Brantley. And I'm Albert, and Brantley, today we're doing something a little bit special. Is it bear movies? It is not. Uh, listen, it's not that special. We've done movies like this in the past, but right now, we are in very early August. What movie kinds are we in? So that we got werewolves. In mid-August. Vampires. There is a special week. Christmas. That has come out every, every year for six years. There has been a special week for Albert on the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> Just for you. Just for me. I mean, they're canceling it, so it must have been not for very many other people. But we're talking about Sharknado Week. And in Sharknado Week, the Sci-Fi Channel airs a bunch of original... Real bad shark movies. Your favorite genre. My favorite genre of movie, yes. And some of these movies have been graced with <laughs> a description on the internet. Yeah. So we are covering Sharknado Week okay. as best we can. Now, some of these have very short descriptions. We'll get as much out of them as we can. This might end up being a short episode, just as a warning to people, but that's what we're doing. But we are going to talk about the movies from Sharknado Week that have descriptions. All right. Or titles that we can find. And we're going to start off with Megalodon, which you might notice is very similar in title to The Meg from right. with Jason Statham. Uh, this is the asylum. Which those might not understand is a uh, shark that is large. You might even call it a mega shark, if you will. It would be, you know, I've been thinking the asylum really does need to make a shark franchise about a giant shark and a mega shark to borrow your terminology, Brantley. I mean, you could even make it like a parallel to like Godzilla or other kaiju films that have it fight another giant monster every movie or something. Yeah. Like, maybe like some kind of giant squid. I mean, by like this point. Or like some kind of like... The, the the asylum has had time to make like three or even four of those movies, and it's really annoying to me that Megalodon. It, I don't know if people are going to get this joke, Brentley. I mean, I I've just now realized that we're like being a hundred percent serious. There is a bunch of <laughs> Mega Shark movies they've already made. Why are we getting another Mega Shark movie? Just just call it Mega Shark. Do like the Rambo thing, where like it was First Blood and then Rambo Part Three, and finally like we'll just call it Rambo or whatever. Like we could just have just Mega Shark. As and I was fully willing to commit that and just go through every single one of the movies with just like an off title. Uh, but no, just like Gator Sword and like Mega Shark versus Gator Source or something, and then like versus I don't know some kind of Titan like you would see on Tech on Titan, but make it Russian or something. Yeah, yeah, what Mega Shark versus Robo Shark. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, so the Asylum, uh, which company we love as lovers of terrible shark movies, has had a series of Mega Shark movies this whole time, and now they're finally coming out with another one, but it's not Mega Shark. And I'm no annoyed. I'm ready they for have, another Mega Shark movie. It's, I mean, part of their whole thing is making ripoffs of Hollywood movies, mockbusters. Right, right, right. They have the perfect opportunity to do that with a series they already have. It's like but, when they made a Princess of Mars five years before Disney decided to make John Carter and not include any of like of Mars or anything in the title, but still, like it's the same story. Mm -hmm. They had the jump on it. I d I didn't actually see them push a bunch of like John Carter of Mars stuff on their stuff, but still like you, 
you're, you're missing the opportunity here, Asylum, is what we're saying. You could have the built-in fan base and these new people, but you don't. I mean, this could be a new Mega, Mega Shark movie, but I doubt it. Oh, that would be great. If it's like a, a stealth Mega Shark prequel or sequel or something, we'll have to see. Um, but here's the description. Only one sentence, but we'll read it slow. <laughs> a military vessel on the search for an unidentified submersible. Which I think there's not enough like USOs, unidentified seaworthy objects, submersible objects, submersible yeah, objects. That works. No, that's the actual term because there's been a few in around Pennsylvania, I think, in the Great Lakes area also. Um, there's one like in particular that is repeated sightings of them. Do we that think then fly away? So then they are we lucky enough for this to actually be like an alien submarine in our oceans, or is this just like the Russians? It's the asylum, so it could go either way. It could go either way because they're fully willing to just throw chaos at the screen, but they're also, you know, they don't have the highest budget, so it would be cheaper. Just they don't do they don't do Godzilla level crazy though. They don't have like giant, you know, monsters fighting each other, and also like some aliens visit for some reason. Uh, But in my mind, often to cause or because of fighting fighting monsters. Yes. We'll assume that this is an actual alien craft that this military vessel is searching for uh, underwater and that the alien craft did, in fact, cause the Megalodon. All right. Uh, So So it's not actually a Megalodon. It's like a bull shark mutated to giant size. Well, it says this this military vessel that's on the search for the unidentified submersible finds themselves face to face with a giant shark. Oh. They don't say how it got giant. The name of the movie is Megalodon. But maybe it's just like on steroids or something. So it's going to fight some giant snakes or. No, it's a shark. Okay. It says shark. I'm just saying. Again, it's going to fight the giant snakes. I'm holding out hope for an alien giant shark. Okay. Uh, Or maybe like robo shark, but huge. Yes, it might. the, the, The shark might be the unidentified submersible. This might be a stealth sequel to Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. So it's like the sh- the Mecha Shark has gained sentience. The Mecha Shark, after it got blown up at the end of Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, like the brain of the thing that was left. Like let's say Nero made a copy of himself, and oh boy, this is a deep cut for people who haven't seen Mega Shark versus <laughs> Mecha Shark. Like there's a corrupted- all six point seven billion of you. <laughs> there's a corrupted copy of Nero of on the Mecha Shark, and like what's left of the thing is like pulling pieces of the sea back together around itself. It's like Metacooler. And that's that's what is this, like, secret submersible. They're forced to use only what they have on board to defend themselves from the monstrous beast. So, torpedoes? Yeah, they are a military (laughs) vessel. I don't know what the... It's not like like this was, like, Joe Schmo with his, like, little deep-sea vessel going to look at stuff. Well, maybe uh, this is the freaking navy, probably, or the coast guard. It at says least. a military vessel. It's super vague. Like it could be anything from like, you know, a, a navy bathysphere, you know, or to like a full-on battleship. Not that a full-on battleship has ever been able to take down Mega Shark. That they every time they try that, it's like, nope. I'm just gonna come and hit you guys with my head, and then the battleship flies out of the water. But and he throws them in Australia. <laughs> I'm assuming this isn't going to be as ridiculous as Mega Shark. It, I think oh, it's going to be like a giant shark. That's why it's a different name. It's a more grounded take on this. It, it does seem to be grounded. I mean, use you don't need to be. I'm not saying Asylum, anything we come about to me. you for insanity and stupidity. Don't try to be reasonable now. 
too deep. But I think that it's going to be sort of a, like, The Martian meets Mega Shark, but not an alien, like, Matt Damon's The Martian, where it's like, we have to cobble together what we have on board to survive. Sorry, I just pictured, like, The Martian, but, like, Matt Damon's character was just a Megalodon the whole time. It's like, we left him behind. (laughs) So, yay. Why did we bring him? (laughs) How did we bring him? Who approved this? They didn't want to hurt his feelings, but he was kind of wrecking everybody else's life on (laughs) Earth. We had to bring, like, a second ship just to tow him here. Like he's like, you guys aren't taking me to Mars, just leave me behind, are they? No, we would never, Mar. Come on, have another ton of fish. I tried from the third potatoes. spaceship that we. Had. I tried growing potatoes, but I don't eat potatoes. Um, help, <laughs> please. He's just he flops around he's on just the surface. So pitiful, of Mars. he's this giant building-sized shark just flopping. <laughs> please help. Call uh. me Bla- Captain Blondebeard. I don't have a beard. <laughs> Next up, we have Frenzy, a movie that I can't actually confirm exists. This is not a great title. Uh, It's okay. Because Megalodon is boring, but it makes sense. Right, right. The Meg is also... Like a somehow a a lazier version of Megalodon. Well, it's based on the book called Meg. And they're like, we don't want it to think it's about like some girl or something. That's fair. So we'll put in the, so um, you know it's bad. I also feel like that's like in games or movies where there's a T Rex, you just say Rex, right? Or there's a scene in a uh, Star of the Con Doyle's um. Lost Are you World. trying to say Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? Yes, because it sounded like you said Straw the Conan Doyle. That one. Okay. Straw the Conan Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I had a lot of ice before coming here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the show, based on his book, um, there's a bit where they time travel back to Victorian England. Okay. And one of the characters mentions a T-Rex, and the, and the professor's like, you mean a Tyrannosaurus? He's like, yeah, that's a lot to say when it's chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's that. It's just like the Meg, instead of saying the Megalodon. Okay. Don't well, need that many But syllables. we're not talking about the Meg, Tony. No, we're talking Joe. about Frenzy. Whatever Figure your name out is. my name. Frantley. <laughs> Horatio. Mom, stop it. Um, So Frenzy, I I was looking this movie up, and I can't tell, like, if it's just something that the people who made it are so ashamed about that they don't want to put on IMDb, or if they have the wrong title on sci-fi. Like, sometimes there's an alternate title that is on IMDb. But all I could find was the single-sentence description on sci-fi. Like, at least... On Megalodon, that has an IMDb page. Mm-hmm. Frenzy, as far as I can tell, under this title, a mo- there's no f- movie about sharks called Frenzy that I was able to locate on IMDb. Hmm. So here we go. In the aftermath of a plane crash, a woman fights to survive a school of killer sharks. Okay. And I guess also drowning? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to imagine the plane crash, like, is it... Are we thinking it must be a, like a small engine plane, right? She can't be in like a giant jumbo jet by herself. I mean, she could be the only survivor, and then she's like on the plane for a little bit because it's still floating, and that's slowly starting to sink. So she has that's, to try to cobble together a raft or something. That's the most interesting version of this story. I don't like 
It's not the most budgetarily constrained version of this story. Financially feasible? Yeah, which I think is probably a concern for the people who didn't apparently bother to make an IMDb page <laughs> for their movie. <laughs> they don't even know what it's about. It's called Frenzy and Sky Sharks. If people coming to watch this know what they're coming for. I do. I, I am excited about the idea. I mean, the thing is, if it's just her, how is it? Unless these are starving sharks, they're not really in a frenzy? Well, there are... According to a book that I read once, there are um, there are schools of sharks. Like hammerheads will clump together in big sort of yeah, they're groups. giant swarms. Yeah, right. That's not the issue. I'm talking about like the feeding frenzy is when they start eating, they get blood, and they get super excited and start tearing into everything around them. Right. It's hard to have that when it's just one woman in the ocean with a bunch of other sharks. Are you? You're just gonna try? That's just poking a hole in every shark movie ever. No, I can still attack. It's just it's not really a frenzy. It's just she's being. You know, bothered by sharks. Okay, so what would... First of all, there's probably already a bunch of movies called Swarm. We've probably done some movies called Swarm on this podcast, uh, I'm pretty sure. Bees, but yes. So... Oh, they, they swarm them, I don't know. I, I, I think Frenzy is a better... Like, it's a better title. Maybe it's not scientifically accurate. I'm, I'm saying if it's just her, but there's like other bodies in the water that can get the Frenzy going. So it's an even more f- issue. Otherwise, these sharks are just mad for no reason. Next up, we have the most famous thing on this list, The Last Sharknado. Mm-hmm. It's about time. Yeah. Do so, you get the joke, Brantley, the about time, the, the time, time travel, travel joke? Yeah. yeah. I was not, I, I, I am... This isn't Diagon Alley. I can figure this one out. <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, like, in, in my world and your world... It's just, like, natural that we would know about, That's like, <laughs> Sharknado's coming, like, we found out about, the, we've, you know, I follow the Asylum on Twitter, so I'm waiting for the poster drop and the teaser drop and the trailer and all that stuff. I saw this poster for the Sharknado drop on Reddit, and people are like, wait, they're still making them? They made more than one? What? I don't, and it how was... Do, okay, I don't follow them that hard, but how do you not know they didn't, they made more than one? They were, like... I think like four was insane with the coverage for that one. I I don't know. I I don't. I I think it's easy to just sort of like maybe you're not watching the sci-fi network for whatever crazy reason. Uh, or I saw it at commercials at work, and they back when we were at Walmart, and they never put the sci-fi channel on in there. It's like Fox or something. That's that's fair. I don't know, man. People aren't come on people about sharks like I am. I always <laughs> have to point out to people that there are. Not six, but seven Sharknado movies, if you don't count the documentary, because you do need to count the mockumentary Sharknado Heart of Sharkness, um, which is like a prequel about how the original Sharknado... Have you seen that one, Brantley? No, but I've heard you talk about oh, it. Oh, it's great. Um, anyway, Sharknado, it's about I've time. I have only seen the second Sharknado movie, if I'm honest. Oh, man. Or Sharknado 5 one. was so great. Sharknado... So... I've mostly experienced them through your reviews. Uh, only Sharknado 4 was, like, really bad, in my opinion. I, I say, they're all really bad. But. <laughs> <laughs> Unfun? Yes, I they, they just crammed way too much in it. I loved, I I, re- I thought Sharknado 3 was a high point. Sharknado 4 was like, oh, I don't know, maybe they're, like, not going to be fun anymore. And then Sharknado 5 just, like, came back and knocked it out of the park. So I'm, I, they had me excited event for Sharknado 6. And here's the description. Finn. It, yes, that's the protagonist's name. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're not on board with this. I'm sorry. We are fully immersed in this world. Finn must unlock the time-traveling power of the Sharknados in order to save the world. 
So, I'm at this weird impasse where <laughs> this is a super dumb series that you're not meant to take seriously or question too much. But the sharks can time travel now? Is that why there's always like an infinite number of sharks in the tornadoes? On the Sharknadoes? Possibly. They're just teleporting them in from the past and the future? Uh, that that could be. So there's so, going to be some guy in like 30 years who's like getting attacked by a shark and just going to warp out of existence and be like, oh, it okay. It to have Yay. seen Sharknado 5. Is there okay. time travel at the end of that one? There is. And there's also teleportation. Okay. So they use the, the Sharknadoes. They, they open up these space-time vortexes to teleport around the world. Right. Uh, to different places, and at the end of the spoilers for Sharknado Five, by the way, guys, I'm sorry, I know it's only been out for a year, but um, you should go and watch it if you haven't. You know, uh, you, here's your countdown: three, two, one. Okay, at the end of Sharknado Five, Finn's son that he's been trying to get back for the entire movie, like the entire world is is destroyed by the Sharknados. Right. Like Finn is literally the only person left alive. You see him just wandering through the wasteland. You see every single significant character in the series get killed. Finn is left alone, wandering in the sort of devastated aftermath of the Sharknado apocalypse. And someone pulls up in a Hummer, and it's Dolph Lundgren, and it's his <laughs> son, all grown up from the ah, future. Awesome. And he's like, Dad, we gotta go take care of these sharks. And then they... Like, they drive off, and that's the end of Sharknado 5. And so now we get to pick that back up. I really hope Dolph Lundgren's a major character in this. I hope they don't just, like, write him out immediately because he's expensive, but we'll see. I mean, you got two things. Either you can immediately kill him off, which would be lame, or you can be like, oh, I can't go back there because my younger self is there and be a problem. That, which is also yeah, lame. I, I, would, I, I like the second one better than the first one, though. And they probably will do something like that. Because it's kind of a lame, like conclusion like if you're looking if you're looking for your son you really don't want the like jaded 50 year old washout version of your son when like, he i want 10. the one that had potential still not this ruined version <laughs> <laughs> so i hope that it would be kind of nice to see the younger finn shepherd um come out okay so uh we're coming to the end here the uh, we're in the pul- the penultimate. I sense something joyous movie. and magical coming. Well, uh, coming around the corner is one. However, remember when we talked about how Frenzy didn't have like any information on the internet, right? And we, like they they hadn't like put any info out there. Frenzy at least did have a description right. on the Sci Fi Network mm-hmm. website. All right, which is where I got most of these from. The n- next one we're going to cover doesn't even have that. Oh. Like Sci Fi has put out their schedule for Sharknado week up until Thursday, and they, like, all they have for this one is the title. It's in the primetime slot, and I couldn't find any other movies called this movie's title, but it's like they don't even know what it's about. Maybe there's no filming. <laughs> As we speak. That CGI can't take a long time to put together, man. This is, so all we have to go on for this one is the title, which is Nightmare Shark. Right. We could still make something out of this, though, I feel. We can. So, I assume this is going to be like a Freddy Krueger-esque shark movie where everybody's like focused on staying awake, and then when they fall asleep... Shark! It's always on a boat for some reason. Is he also a burn victim? I don't... Like, not only is he a shark, but he's like got a messed up face. It's the shark from Jaws 2. Shark from Jaws 2 had a bird face. Did you see that one? 
I did not. I watched Jaws 3, and then I was like, never again. Jaws 2, like, th- it's pretty terrible. Um, but one of the things that happens is, like, one of the first shark attacks, like, the main shark, like, there's the opening shark attack mm-hmm. where you get, that you have to do. Like, that's just, you know, normal. He kills some divers. But then, like, when he starts actually attacking people from the island, he attacks this woman that has a can of gasoline on her boat who douses everything in gasoline, including herself and the boat and the shark, and sets it on fire. And she does die, but for the rest of the movie, the shark has just, like, half its face burned off. Oh, so it's like a two-faced shark. It's pretty great, yes. Flips a coin, you don't get eaten today. <laughs> Sinks back into the depths. <laughs> Oh, I just imagine like an animated shark, like flipping a coin with his fin. Yeah. It's like, glorious. Straight up jabber jaws. Um, do you, nah, nah, nah. do you think he's coming back? Like to like, obviously not ghost shark because that are, there's already two movies about a ghost shark at least. But do you think that like he's haunting these people's nightmares because their parents killed him? I mean, if we're going to carry the Freddy Krueger analogy further, like, is, is it <laughs> they're, 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 shark that specifically targeted children? <laughs> Mom and dad were fishermen. Well, no, they're teenagers, right? No, they were kids. Like, they're teenagers when he starts being active as a ghost demon. But yeah, when he was a child, murderer, what is he doing in between that time? Is he like love, like working his way up middle management in hell? Okay. <laughs> so he died and went to hell. And there he be- he became fairly well known to certain demons because of his whole child murdering thing. And so there were these entities called the Dream Demons who wanted an entity that could help them gain more power. So they empowered him to be able to go in people's dreams. And maybe that took a while. To find This is like actual canon comic yes. book prequel novel kind of stuff? This is from, I think, Freddy's Dead. I don't know. I don't like the Nightmare on Street series. It's kind of dumb. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. It's I've fun but it, to watch, but it's, I find Freddy Krueger funny at best and annoying at worst. We are going to finish out, though. Scary does not fall into the thing. With the best of these movies. It has the best title yes. and the best description. Yes. Have you read the description already? No, but oh, I've seen okay. the title. I'm 120,000% on board. Uh, we're talking about Santa Jaws. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-chomp. <laughs> hey, we were on the same page. How could you not be? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, before we get into the description, I have to mention this is a movie that they were not afraid to put on IMDb, and the, the creators are not afraid to talk about it. This is from Misty Tally, who has previously done Zombie Shark and Ozark Sharks, I want to say, or Mississippi River Sharks, one of those two. She has a very, I want to say, like, cutesy, almost, uh, one of those, oh, cozy. She's a very cozy shark type director. I, I know that sharks and sweaters go on. Well, the sharks themselves aren't cozy, but like, there's a lot of like the people fighting them aren't in so much peril that they're not like having good friendships and sort of, you know, fun. And like, maybe there's a little bit of a romance subplot or something going on. It's, it's, it's sharks by way of like a somewhat middle-aged woman. And I'm a hundred percent on board with that. <laughs> Santa Jaws seems like the best possible movie for her to make. Uh, That one Christmas special with Dr. Hooley, the flying shark. Oh, that was great. I love that guy. The the flying shark. I don't care about Dr. Who. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's the description. Trying to survive the family Christmas, as you do in a Christmas movie, obviously. Mm -hmm. Cody makes a wish to be alone. So it's Krampus with a shark. 
I sort Crack of. the movie. I was going to say. Um, Does he have shark elves? Are they piranhas? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> he It'll makes a wish to be alone. No reading ahead now. I'm not really which looking at the ends window. up backfiring when a shark manifests and kills his entire family. Okay. So it's like... It's a be careful what you wish for tale of, like, the worst variety. So if you had, like, condensed all of Krampus to being, like, the first act of this movie, the rest of it is him dealing with it, so it's kind of... Then it turns into Home Alone, but there's... With a shark. Yeah, there's just a shark there. Who probably swims through snow? Yeah, that's a... So I don't know... Or he flies. It's possible that they're doing a Christmas vacation in, like, Florida... Or in like the Caribbean or something, mm-hmm. right? So that's one way it could be, or they're on a no, boat no, somewhere. No. If, you, if it's Christmas and it's Santa Jaws, there's gotta be snow. I hope so. The the if various no posters snow, for this is, are really great. Is there snow? Uh, well, they're kind of like well, a knit sweater. Murders. What habitat murders? I don't know what that is. That's what the never mind. We'll go to it later. I thought there was a different one. I'm looking right here right now. It's, it's pretty good. It's just the a, a shark with like a Santa hat on its. Yeah, back but he's thin. done like a Mike Mignola style, so it's. It is. It's very nicely like hand drawn, and so is the text and everything. It might be all hand drawn by a guy named Cody because mm. it says Cody on the bottom right hand corner of the poster. It's very possible. I mean, I'd be down for that, but mostly because I don't know. I miss hand drawn posters for movies. I also miss them. Or, like, painted. Yeah. There's just something Photoshop's lost easier. Yeah. by Photoshop, but it is also a lot easier to be like, well, we took the faces hey, Greg, and we arranged Greg. them wider now so they can have a different shape poster. All right, here's the protagonist. Here's his mentor. Here's the villain. Poster done. I love the commentary about that in Shape of Water. I haven't seen Shape of Water. Oh. Well, I want to, but I haven't. One of the subplots in Shape of Water is that the like one of the heroine's friends is a like an advertising artist. Mm-hmm. So like he's drawing like advertisements for Jello, which is in itself. So there's all this stuff about like how the modern age sucks, like how everybody thinks everything's amazing, but it's actually kind of crappy. Right. And one of those things is like Jello, the wonder food of the future, because he's drawing this ad for Jello, which was big in the sixties. It's very, very sixties. Um, and the, the whole point is Guillermo del Toro's mocking that everything we thought was great back then really wasn't. Uh, and then, he gets rejected for his drawing because the people at the ad agency want to have photographs instead for their ads. Like that's the new wave of the future. Ah. And again, it's the same thing as with the Jello. As Guillermo's like, actually, no, that's not nearly as cool as you guys think it is. Um. So. Right on. I like that movie. It's a pretty good movie. I want to see that movie. But that is it. That is all we have for our Sharknado week coverage. <gasps> Bait. It was a good movie, sorry. But we both saw it, dude. I know. Everybody should go watch Bait. Bait is a great Sorry, you movie. have the listing now, and I saw Bait, and I'm just like, oh, that was a good movie. That was a disappointingly good movie. Yes. There there may be other ones that come out in this week that we're not able to cover, and we're sorry we could not find the descriptions for some of these, uh, in particular Nightmare Shark, but we hope that you've enjoyed it anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, Subscribe if you have not already done that on whatever podcast app that you're on. Don't forget to check us out over on Patreon at patreon.com slash watch if you want to help us make the cool things that we're making. And we'll see you guys next week with something else. Bye, guys. Bye.